All right, now we're recording. Um, I'm Kelly Casperson. I am a actively practicing surgeon, and I'm so excited to be in our second year of Room One coaching female surgeons. It's amazing. Um, people are starting to find out about us. You'd be surprised how many people we are like, you're not a female surgeon, you don't get to join. <laughs> um, which I guess is a good problem to have. So other people want in, you guys. Um, super welcome to all the new people uh, who are trying to figure out how this fits into your life and all the thoughts we have about it, right? Like, is this too much work? Should I, what's the point? Um, coaching to me has changed my life. Uh, it hasn't changed who I am. It's brought out the best part of me. Um, and it allows me to see the best part of me and allows me to be curious about how that best part of me can keep getting better. Um, I had a, uh, I call her a friend, she's a work friend, female physician, um, killed herself last week. And I found out about it yesterday in the middle of clinic. And coaching uh, has definitely helped me because I'm very aware of like all the feelings and feeling them and knowing I need to talk about it, knowing I need to process it, seeing what other people need, right? Seeing, and I think the other part of, uh, you know, yesterday was like seeing the trauma that we all go through. Trauma to surgeons means something different than like trauma to like, you know, that we've experienced trauma, not that we're trauma surgeons. Um, so we were in the middle of clinic and everybody got the email because the hospital made it made a um announcement about her death and they didn't say in the email her cause of death but we just knew and um we just kept going with our day we just kept there's patients in the clinic rooms to see but i had i worked with a nurse who knows this physician and i could see she was shaken up and i'm like i need to pause i need to pause go acknowledge her, acknowledge how much we love this individual, cry if that was appropriate, and not just be like, patience, patience, patience. There's, yes, there's work to do, but like just taking that pause to like go hug my nurse and to realize how hard it is sometimes. Because I think this, you know, the, the me of the past would have been like, patients in rooms, like as actually a way to buffer and not feel the feelings of, of a colleague suicide. Um, so yeah, that was my pretty big day yesterday. And I think, you know, all the hardships in life that inevitably will keep happening, right? I will get sued. Statistically speaking, we all will. Surgeons get sued uh, two times per their career. If you just look at the data, physician suicides, patient deaths, patient complications, your own illness, your loved one's illness, all of these things which will happen right? We can't make them not happen. We can't be perfect enough to make them not happen. But as I now go through my life and they happen, I think coaching has gotten me to a part of like being able to be like, here I am with this. And, you know, I was talking to Jess about this of like, if and when, heaven forbid, I end up getting sued, coaching will have prepared me as best as I can for that situation. And I have tools to deal with that situation if and when it happens. Um, whereas in early in my career, especially in the first, second, and third years of a new attending, I was operating out of fear of getting sued, fear of I don't need, I don't want it to happen. What will happen? What will happen? To, I, living in a very reactive way, which I now realize is a pretty damn unhealthy way to live versus like, I've done so much work that if and when it happens, knowing it likely will, it's out of my control, it's how the system works. I have tools, I have the support groups, I know people who can help me with that. I'll be, I'll be as prepared as I can be for when it happens. Instead of living my life of like, I hope it doesn't happen, what if it happens because of this? all of that kind of fearful, reactive place. So I wanted to share that with you guys today because it was pretty heavy um, for me yesterday. And just telling you how meaningful coaching I think can be. And you don't see it. You don't see it in like, you know, lose five pounds in four weeks, sort of like, you know, instant gratification. You see it 
as how you're responding. And I don't know how I would be had I not started coaching three years ago, right? When these things happen. Um, and that's okay, right? But it's like, you don't see it until you kind of reflect back on like, oh, I have so many tools now. I have a support group. I know how to talk about it. I know how to feel my feelings. Like I got to feel the feelings of all that yesterday, um, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Also, on a side note, kind of lighthearted, I stopped drinking like 230 days ago. I just, I just looked yesterday because yesterday is like a, a physician suicide really wanted to drink. I'm like, I really just want to buffer. I don't want to feel the pain. Um, I'm like, my soy caramel lattes do not buffer quite like alcohol does. Um, so <laughs> like yesterday I was like, oh, really? Really? Did you stop buffering? Because it'd be really nice to just not feel. Um, so thank you. Thank you for you guys typing in right now. Um, but I didn't drink. I had, a, I had a seltzer water and I had a mocktail, you know, those Moscow mules. I had a mocktail mule because I did end up, I went out with um, another, uh, two other female doctors last night. And I'm like, I just need to talk, you know, and how, how important talking is. And I think that's really what this community, this room one community is, is like just getting your story heard um, by other female surgeons as you know and even last night we we're like there's we truly as surgeons feel like there's no safe space and I don't want to have an illusion that this is like an impenetrable safe space that we've created but I do believe we've created a space um, for people to come and share their feelings and share their thoughts and be heard and even if nothing changes or we can't change bad things just being heard and sharing space is incredibly transformative and part of, you know, trauma healing growth. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I love you and it's going to happen to you too because it just happened to me and I'm 10 years into my career. So it sucks. Um, okay. So raise your hand if you want coaching, otherwise I will keep talking about trauma, which is not a threat. <laughs> Happy to keep talking. All right, let's change some names. Hello, friend. Hello, how are you? And really, like, super sorry about that. That's that's very it. I don't have your sound right yet. Are you muted? Uh, I'm not muted. Can I? How can I ask you to get your sound on? You're not muted. Okay. Sometimes it's Zoom and my audio. The problem of being having a podcaster side gig. This is this is the problem, my friends. Try me now. Okay, can you hear that? Nope. Why can't I hear you? Is that any better? I'm checking my audio. Okay. I can hear that. Say something now. Okay. Can you hear? Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel like a cardiologist. I'm like, there's got to be a pulse. <laughs> I, just need to, it's, I just need um, to find the pulse. I was like, it's probably my speakers or my microphone or something. And I'm like, God, I have no technical ability to fix that. Okay. Uh, I'm getting better at it, which means like I am having more things to manage, like, you know, external mics and yes. different audio inputs. And I'm like, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love, how are you? Um, I'm, 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 well, I'm here for coaching. So I would say I'm doing well, but you know, the reality is, is here we are. Here um, we are. Right. Don't I mean, worry. Don't worry. I got you. Right. Again, I, I really want to say thank you for sharing um, about that. That's like kind of a miserable way to find out right in the middle of clinic. And like, I don't, 
I mean, there's no good time to find it out, but still, um, harsh. Yeah. So thank you. Um, anyway, I guess the reason why I'm coming up is I have been feeling, and I'm going to start with a feeling as opposed to a little bit more of the circumstance because the circumstance feels so overwhelming, but I've been feeling just really down and I've kind of lost a lot of my motivation and drive, which is kind of what I do best. And when I've lost that sort of like my mojo, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. (laughs) And I just feel kind of like, what's the point? And that is not me at all. And so it's just been very challenging to work through because when I get this way, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to. And like, I'm trying to do this entire change process in my life. Like I just moved, I started a new job. I have huge amount of things I need to do in this new job that I really took a chance on myself. And like, did I make a mistake that I feel that crummy about it or I don't know. So I'm kind of need some help processing like how to just live when maybe I don't feel that great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me, tell me more about it. Is it, is this something that kind of, you know, it comes on for you? Like it's seasonal or is it something like, Whoa, I've been going for like 15 years and I've hit a wall. Tell me more kind of about the, the feeling. You know, yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously there's, there's ups and downs in life and like, that's pretty normal, but this one, I I, can't, I don't know in all honesty, am I just so tired of fighting against our healthcare system? Like that's why I'm sort of like the circumstances so big. Um, or am I just tired of COVID and I'm just sort of done or I just, I'm exhausted from always trying to you know, see the silver lining and stuff and trying to keep, you know, positive and, and, and moving forward and just, and it's like, I, I sort of just hit a wall. I, that's, I I mean, it is sort of new for me to feel very unmotivated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to, and to sort of just be like, what's the point? I'm just going to just stop fighting. I'll just accept the system. That's not really who I am. And so it's kind of hard all of a sudden when I'm like, (laughs) um, what happened? Like I, I, this is a good moment right now where I really need to have my, you know, kind of fight the system and to always be saying, but we can do better. We can improve, like we can keep going and we can do this together. Let's rally together. Let's, you know, like I, I, I'm sort of known to kind of rally the troops and spin things in ways that make people kind of want to come on board um, for very hard processes. And I'm, I'm losing that. And I got a lot of hard processes I got to get through. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Right. Um, what does it mean? What does it mean that you have to fight all the time? Well, I mean, I think we all practice in a place where it's very frustrating. I mean, like you don't have the stuff that you need and you're constantly, like, I constantly feel like I have to, um, so let me back up. Like in my new job, I have had to prove that I am a surgeon I've had to prove that my specialty actually is a surgical service. Like, I feel like I'm kind of going back to like incredible basics in surgical, you know, in the surgical world. And I'm like, I don't know if I have the strength or the just willpower to um, go back to kind of like the beginning of my career almost where I'm like, I deserve to exist and be here. And like, I deserve to be able to have time in the operating room and equipment that, you know, functions in the operating room. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that I took a job that now I have to start all over with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think, I mean, how, where are you with the reality of like, of course you're tired right now? Are you, <laughs> are you resisting the like, I shouldn't be? Or are you kind of like, of course I am? Where are you kind of in the like acceptance of it being how it is right now? Um, I have accepted the fact that this is hard work. And like, I took this knowing it was going to be hard work. So I also accept the fact that like, I, there's nothing here that, well, I, I should say pretty much everything that is here, I'm not surprised about. I am sort of surprised I needed to prove that like our specialty is a surgical specialty. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but beyond that, you know, there's nothing that's really a surprise, but I'm like, I, I guess I'm sort of surprised that I'm not just having a little bit more strength to go through this, like why I'm kind of waning on that. Um, but, you know, but I have definitely accepted that this is hard and that I, you know, in the middle of all of my life choices, I would be very tired um, and, and would be, and like, it's normal to feel pretty overwhelmed. Um, but then like, can't, I can't really get past that. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, where surgeons get to sometimes is we finally realize we have non-infinite energy, right? I, I, we were talking about this last night at, and it was like, you know, 24 is so much different than 35. And, you know, like life is so long, right? And like, you get to the point where you're like, I have this, this much energy. I have this like, bowl of energy right and if we're constantly just giving it out all the time and we get to a point where i think you are is like oh i'm at this point of like i only have this much energy is that an oh shit problem or is that a like enlightenment awareness gift right of like you've realized that I've been fighting, I mean, your words fighting or like, you know, which means like I'm putting all this energy out and I only have this much energy. Right. But what do I do now that I've realized I only have this much energy? But in all of that, you, you're not the problem. We all have a bowl of energy. I think our training tells us our, our bowl should be from like an infinite well of right. youth and, you know, timelessness. But it does sort of feel like my problem right I mean like I took this job and I am taking on this very challenging role so isn't that kind of my problem well yeah I mean it's it's this is definitely the life you're living right yeah but like for first for you to be like I'm not living up to I can't give unlimited energy like of course you can't you're human Right? Like, that's not your problem. That's just a, a human experience problem, um, mm. I guess, is, is how I was trying to, to say that. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> my problem is I, <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm ready to accept that yet. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's it'll, 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 it'll throw you into, like, the pits of despair to realize you're mortal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most people spend their whole life not realizing they're mortal. Right. But I, I think it brings up, you know, the topic of boundaries. Of like once we realize we have this bowl of energy and at at what cost am i going to let anybody else suck from a bowl that might not not already be full right and to be like right. i am most powerful when i control where this energy goes and starting to to look at it that way instead of like what is wrong with me that i don't have this unlimited shit to give um yeah no that's actually Yes, that's very true. And I, and it hits on a big point is sort of this lack of control that I feel um, and that I want. And that makes a lot of sense to start thinking about it at a very basic level of like, have some control of what energy you're giving instead of just sort of putting out fires everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I think in, in our training, right, it's literally you're taught yeah. to just do this. And then you get to a point where you're like, I, I've got this much. And in order to keep this going, I, I, I get to become aware of it. And I get to be like, is this, you know, it's just a much more mindful way of thinking about it instead of because, you know, the dispowering thought of like people suck my energy, they suck my energy, they take my energy. It, it makes us very powerless when we when we speak that way. Right. Because because yeah. I have no control. They're just taking all of my energy. Instead yes. Of, instead of like I have I'm going to name this talk the, the shits we have to give. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, like, I actually really like that. Today, by the and way. that's all you—you you only have eight shits to give, right? <laughs> and you get to be like, now I, now I really need to be conscious of those shits to give, and because it gets to a point of like, if you get drained, that's your health, that's your job, you know, that you can work and make a living, and like, this is like the precious jewel of you, of like, there, it, there is a limited pool, and I yeah. think, I think some people get to that point and then they say what a gift i've realized that i i figure out where my shits go and and if people don't realize that you know it turns out often poorly for them because they're just giving 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 and whether that's a people pleasing behavior or a training for whatever reason right but it's like you're starting to see that you have you're like wow i get if i do all this i get drained but what power is in there to be like, I got to make sure my battery stays medium. Right. That actually puts a very different perspective on it to really take the power back to say, I get to be in charge of where, yeah, like what shits I actually give. And yeah. I, give you, I give you eight a day at this off. point. What's that? <laughs> I, I give you eight shits a day at this point. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, let you know, your stuff roll off. And... Yeah, totally. Of like, is this my shit to give today? No. Do Am I going to go to that meeting? Uh-uh. Am I going to take that extra shift? No. Because at the end of the day, you've got the battery, right? And realizing like when that needs to be recharged is all within your, because nobody's going to be like, you need your battery recharged today? Right. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to do it. They're going to be like, she okay. often gives her all. Let's see if she's got more energy. Exactly. Um, yeah, they talk about the, the motivational triad. You see that motivational, that's a, that's a triangle. So it's avoid pain. And this is just like a very basic, like, what do our bodies do to like the underlying things that human if you if you like simplify it down into like what do humans do we either avoid pain we seek pleasure uh or we conserve energy energy as like the motivational triad we're all the time we're trying to do something and you can you often just break it down into that and if you get to the point where you're like I need to just conserve energy at this point and, you know, figure out kind of where you are on that. And it's a lot of people are like, you know, nothing's enjoyable anymore. And so like you can't seek pleasure when you're spending all your time conserving your energy. Right. So it's like kind of where that balances. Um, but yeah, I just say like our body trying to conserve energy and like be like, you know what, you're just going to be tired right now because you've been giving shits for like 15 years. Maybe. Right. Maybe can you have some power over those shits that you give? And then your body will be like, ah. Yeah. I can I do so. that. What was that? <laughs> I can do that, right? Like that's actually, like I know that really wasn't the model at all. But like I said, my, my circumstance was just way too big. Yeah, um, well. But it does help process a lot of these feelings of just sort of like, and I, I've been just sort of spinning and now I have a place to go with that spinning. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I always, I always like to try to simplify it as much as I, cause it makes sense, more sense to me, but it's like, you know, breaking it down. I think boundaries is a nice, cause it's like, what tools can you have? Right. You're like, I'm overwhelmed. What tools? It's like the boundary tools of like, nope. Yep. 
nope, yep, of like, where are your boundaries? Because what's going to suck your energy? And the concept of, li of limited energy and that you're in control of your energy box, I think is very powerful. Because it, the thing, I mean, I love about all this coaching is like, you have the power. It always comes down to like realizing your own power, realizing your own power in your life, in a, in a world and healthcare system that makes us feel incredibly unpowerful and inconsequential right? Which is very overwhelming. Um, but it's like, you have, you have all the power over where you put your, your energy. Yeah. Okay. That's true. I, I know you hit something very good, Kelly, because I am like, just sort of, it's, it's, it feels kind of, not overwhelming. That's not the right word for it. Sorry, English isn't always my best language. It's just sadly me, the only me one. Me either, but I have no a better one. <laughs> I know that's all I got. That's all um, I have. <laughs> it's not, I can't even communicate with like other people who speak my language. But I definitely feel like uh, just all of a sudden I kind of got very like emotional. Like I, I just kind of feel overwhelmed, but not like in a bad way, like more of like, I just, all of a sudden I felt a lot of stuff. So I'm pretty sure you just hit it. And I just need to process that for a little while. Awesome. I mean, you're welcome for all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, truthfully, we uh, like, we totally have you, you've, you've got this and you've got all the power and we're totally here to help. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. I'll put you back. All right, my surgeons, there you can see it better. Um, this is a motivational triad. We talked about motivational triad, boundaries, limited energy, being in the control of where your energy goes. All very, I think, useful tools. Um, all right, surgeons, who's next? Who wants to be renamed and come up? There we go, I'll rename you. Someday I'll like make a list of acceptable names to name people because me coming up with names on the spot kind of sucks. <laughs> Powerful Ray, like, like a son, Ray. Or just go back to using Disney princess names. It's way easier. I missed, what did you rename me? I missed it. <laughs> Power, Powerful Ray. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go back to naming everybody Elsa and Anna. Uh, there you Anna. Go. <laughs> They're good characters. Yeah, you're gonna be I'm gonna be Moana next time. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Uh okay. How are you? Good. Good. Um well I guess there's a couple of things and they're um themes that I keep coming back to and I think I'm getting a little better at, but it's just I think helps to keep processing them. Um and I, I mean I guess that relates a little to the last one too, but um so let me, I'll get a few of the ideas out first. One is still, a lot of it comes back to time scarcity. That is like a big one for me. <laughs> oh, I am in the pool with you on that one, man. Yeah. That is I, my, I, like, that, that is like the one tattoo I can't get removed. Yeah, I'm having a very hard time with that. Yeah. That and feeling like uh, every minute has to be productive and that if I'm not doing something, quote, productive and what that means, who knows, you know? Yeah. Um, then I feel guilty and like unworthy, you know? Um, so, um, cause like I actually have today off and this morning I had this whole list of things I was going to do after I dropped the kids at school. And I literally just went back to bed and shopped for a snowsuit for like a couple of hours. <laughs> and like, and I really wanted one because we went skiing this last weekend and it was like the windchill was like minus 15 and I couldn't even stay out on the slopes. And that just made me so bummed because I took a day off of work to go skiing. And then I, you know, was yeah. like, anyway, that's besides the point. But then so you so just that got I'm, a one piece snowsuit for yourself. I did. Yeah. That's, um, that's amazing. And fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's going to come in the mail. I'll see how it is, but that's the plan. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> I want one now. Yeah, they, they're out there. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I thought you had to be like size 3T. To be I know. <laughs> it took me a little like... while to find some, but you know, you can find anything on Amazon. You're like one piece snowsuit age greater than eight. Yeah. <laughs> Google. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So you did that, which is amazing. Right. But then, you know, kind of felt guilty about it. <clears throat> and I'd say not as guilty as I used to, but you know, <laughs> Um, but part of it is, is feeling guilty and part of it is going, oh, great. Now, when am I going to get that stuff done? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it kind of ties into those like that, that doing something maybe not productive is okay. And that how like feeling like I just don't have time for stuff in my life. And also, I think it also ties into like perfectionism. Like even when I am, if a day doesn't go quite like bright you know, then I feel like, ah, oh, I wasted that day and I didn't get it right. You know what I mean? So oh, all oh, yeah. of those things jumbled in. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always so impressed with everybody in this group because it's like, it's just the, it's truly the, I believe the process of talking out loud, right? Yeah. It's like the awareness just automatically comes, right? You're already like, oh, maybe perfectionism has something to do with this right? Like the awareness is already there. I, and to me, it's like talking out loud is like where it comes from. Like you can't, you can't like try to problem solve it. It's, it's just not as effective. There's just something so powerful of like listening to your story and then watching you have your own awareness. Yeah. It's like, it's like, wow, that's amazing. And of course we have perfectionism and of course we have time scarcity. And of course, mm -hmm. you know, we all think we're the only people with this problem. Um, I got my, my, I'm more, I'm just going to tell you my story and then we'll go back to yours only to make you feel like not alone. Right. My, I, I have chronic time scarcity. That's like one of the earliest things I got coached on. And mm -hmm. I mean, my story was like, I was headed into like five days off cause it was the beginning of COVID and everything shut down. And my hand was on my daughter's bedroom door and I caught myself thinking I don't have enough time. And I caught myself being like, are you fucking kidding me? You have five days off. You literally can't work. And that was kind of like my aha of like, maybe this is just a thought. Maybe right. it's not actually true. And it was like my first moment of like, you know, it's always the hand on the bedroom door that like gives you that like, oh, it, it's not true, right? Um, and so like time scarcity is morphed into like um, not enough time, right? Like the thought just changes a little bit because it's trying to be tricky of like, okay, well, let's just change the thought a little bit. And I recently got coached on it and I was thinking it was a problem that I kept thinking I had time scarcity. And I was able to turn into like, every time I think I don't have time scarcity, that is just a little gift reminding me to be in the present moment. Yes. Yes. Because that was a, a thought that was running through my head too is, so I used to ruminate a ton and like perseverate on things and not to interrupt your story, but no, <clears throat> so that's, that's actually gotten a lot better where on the back end, they don't spend as long on things when I feel like, you know, they didn't go well or didn't go right or whatever. Um, but I'm having, I'm still, and I realize everything's a work in progress, but <clears throat> like being able to do it more in the moment. <clears throat> so I don't miss Sorry, I don't know if I cut out there. A little bit. Yeah, I, so I don't miss the moments. Because, um, like, a good example of that is we just recently went on vacation. I just told you about skiing. And, um, like, I planned the whole trip. And it went okay. Um, and my my husband and my kids really liked it. But I just, I hated it. Like, just nothing about the trip seemed to go well <laughs> for me. And so I just kept thinking like during the trip, like, oh, I should have planned this differently and that differently. And then the trip was over and I was like, wait, there must, there could have been something I enjoyed in there. And now I just missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Are you, are you the type of person who likes planning the trips? Yes. Usually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I mean, that's good to know though, right? Like you're where we get our dopamine, like a dopamine hit, right? Like some people really mm -hmm. get their dopamine hit from planning the trip. Like that's a super awesome experience for, for some people. 
And then right. when they're in the trip, they're like, oh, wait, I actually really loved planning it. <laughs> Which is just, it's just good to know, right? Like, that's what, that's why you guys have trips is because somebody was nice enough to plan the damn thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, opening up the curiosity of like, wow, I actually really like planning the trips. But man, I actually kind of struggle in the like, being in the moment of it. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And then you play with like, so why is that a problem? Right? Like, that's the way my brain works. I love the planning thing. Of course I love the planning thing. I plan to get to college, to get to med school, to get to into residency, right. like, <laughs> to get the job. Like, I've been, I've been loving, I've been a successful planner my entire life. Right? Yeah. And, right. So, and I do. And, like, um, I am, like, a, a researcher, information gatherer person. Like, I like that. Um, but I feel like it's leaving me, but I want to be a little bit more, like, in the moment person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I guess I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And then, you know, the, then the, the, the work is, is again, that's, it's awareness, right? Of like, oh, I've got this awareness of like, wow, my brain is super like loves this and is good at it. And, you know, thank God. But mm -hmm. I, I have this other skill. There's this other skill called being in the present moment that is actually a skill. Right. right. It's not like, yeah. it's not like, oh, I, I'm just bad because I'm not in the present moment. I'm like, no, 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 that's actually like a skill to like be there. And, you know, just in the like loving curiosity of like, don't beat yourself up to, to get there. It's more like, uh -huh. that's a skill that you actually have to work at. You're just really good at planning because yeah. look at your life. And it's a different skill. Yeah, it, it must be a really weak muscle. <laughs> it's flaccid. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me I can strengthen it. I feel like I've been trying and um, I just need not to get discouraged. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I don't know if you're reading. I, I have it back on my thing. The, the Think Like a Monk. That's the book club. Oh, yeah, I haven't started it. No. That's okay. Um, but, you know, like for me to read, I mean, I read these books over and over and over at this point. Not the same book, but like it's all it all is the same at some point. But it's like the best guru monks at living in the present moment. Like the Dalai Lama has to like come back to being present in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like that is there's no like there's no there there in like, oh, well, if I was just better or less stressed or more rested or not as busy, I'll just be better at being the present moment. Like, no, no, no. Like it's a struggle for every single human, including like the Dalai Lama. Mm -hmm. Which to me is just very humanizing of like, this is our brain. Our brain wants to live in different time zones. Yeah, it's so hard to drop like, okay, but if I'm doing this now, then that means this later. You know what I mean? Totally. Well, you know, the myth of like multitasking, we're like, I, I would love to like be able to read a book and like listen to some audio to edit at the exact same time. Like <laughs> that would be like my dream skill. But it's like the brain doesn't work that way. No, yeah. You literally yeah, I, read a, I read a book about parenting once and they're like, and she's like, and by the way, you can't really multitask. <laughs> yeah. You're like just dividing your attention up into really small snippets into each thing. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm like, oh man, they've proven that. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the, you know, the, what I would propose to you is like the loving compassion of like, when you need to rest and buy a snowsuit, that's because that's what you need to do. Right. And be like, the list will get done. Do you, when you have the list, do you write it down or do you keep it in your head? Uh, I, I mostly keep it in my head. I've always tried to get better at writing it down so that it doesn't have to swirl around in my brain. Yeah, but... that's the swirling around part. Because it's like, yeah. I find that if I put it, if I'm like, Sunday, here's the stuff I just really need to get done for the week. Mm -hmm. And then I, some people say like, you're not allowed to add to it. Cause if it wasn't important enough at the beginning of the week, right. Unless like somebody's <laughs> bleeding, but, um, you can't add to it and it's down. So your brain doesn't have to think about it anymore. Right. Cause I was trying to juggle, you're juggling this to-do list, which is incredibly stressful. Our brains are not designed to do that. Yeah. Cause we didn't have those type of to-do lists when we evolved, I guess, huh? Right. You know, yeah. Like we're like, not, we're not like fine food. <laughs> yeah. We're not like fact storage. Like I'm going to hold these and then check. Like uh, the brain doesn't, 
it sucks at that. So it's trying to constantly be like, hold on, hold on. Did, what was number two though? And it ends up being very like exhausting for the brain. And then you're really not in the moment because you're trying to like hold this list. So consider writing it down every Sunday. And some people don't even add to that. That's, that's like boggles my mind. <laughs> I just feel like my life is always in flux. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're surgeons. So like, oh, you don't know how late Clinton's going to go, or you don't know the OR, or you don't, you know, something come up, you know? It's like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, just, you know, how people do this is like, you're either allowed like, cause you can't add to it. Right. Unless you like really need to. And they're like, okay, I gotta add this one thing. But like, you can't just keep building your list because you have mm. to have a sense of accomplishment to be like, look, awesome. Because if you just keep adding to it, you're not kind of like closing that. So it has to be like an extenuating circumstance. <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had this project due on Thursday. I got to figure out how to do that. You know, like whatever. Right. But um, yeah, it's, it's basically letting your brain not have to manage it. Uh, you yeah. know, like another step on that, just cause we're taught, it's called uh, in, in the coaching program, it's called Monday hour one. They do it on Mondays and this, and the doctors are like, fuck Mondays. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, not, that's not gonna work. So none of the doctors follow the Monday hour one, but they'll actually be like, you get 30 minutes to do this. You get 45, like they'll march it out. And, you know, and talking about like, how do I get my workout in? You put it on the calendar, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's only going to take you a half an hour. So you better not be doing anything else during it. Cause you got a half an hour. Right. Um, it just eases up so much brain space because you're not thinking about like, is it good now? Should I do it now? Am I, and the other part is motivation, right? Am I motivated now? You get rid of all that because you put it on the calendar for 4 p.m. So you actually time it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, some people do. But to them, yeah. it's like so much less stress because they're not, and then they don't have to be like, well, I wasn't motivated. They're like, get motivation out of there. It was on your calendar. You do it and then you're done and you didn't add anything else. Hmm. I mean, these are all just like tips and tricks and like things to try that like yeah. life, life hacks on schedule. Like nobody, nobody listening has to do any of this. Right. Of course. But like, it's yep. the, it's the hanging on to stuff in the brain. That's very stressful for the brain. Yeah. And I've always done that. And I think some of us who are, you know, most of us are like intelligent and have a lot of brain power. Like we've gotten away with it for years, but then you, you have kids and you have a husband and you have a job and you have, you know, and, and then suddenly you're like, wait, there's no more space left. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband last night was like, does, does Hazel have school today? And I'd be like, does my daughter have school tomorrow? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, how do I not, I didn't write it down. And, um, but like, yeah, it's a ton of stuff we're supposed to be managing at this point. And it, it's just, it gets to the overwhelming part, unless you're like, I'm figuring out a system. Yeah. And I think I've just, <clears throat> um, and I think it's easy to do, um, where we just keep forging ahead, doing what we're doing, even though at one point my husband's like, Amy, you're driving the car, but you don't have any, the rubber's gone and you don't have any wheels left. <laughs> like, you need to, <laughs> you need to take a, you need to figure something else out. <laughs> right. And for you, like for your body, you know, and like, you know, it's that whole, like the, when the body says no, right. Of like, when the body's super freaking exhausted, it'll let you know. But isn't our role to try to like help it not get to all the way empty? Right. Be like, I just needed to drop the kids off and buy a snowsuit. Right. <laughs> Curie, I probably won't need to buy a snowsuit next week. Like, right? Like, I'm probably not going to do that again. Soon. That's a good point. But yeah. like, you know, it, like <laughs> your job is the cure is the curator of the battery pack at this point. Yeah. Because when the battery pack runs out, like, people get, that's the problem. Right. And, I know. And I've been there before. Yeah, I'm still learning the lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just, it puts us, it's like that energy management thing again, right? It's like, it puts you in control of like, yeah. I get to be in control of this battery pack. And it's not like, oh, my week, who's your, I mean, sometimes your week will drain you, but it's like, no, I, this is what I was going to do. And I made time for it. And I had this free time. I didn't even know what to do. And so I thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, time scarcity, like it might just always be a well-worn path in some of our brains. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing with all this work is like <clears throat> having compassion for myself when I find myself doing something 
that I thought I had quote fixed. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> worked on. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, it took me whoa, probably two years because I'm like, I, I need to fix this. This thought's still here. I need to fix it instead mm -hmm. of coming at it from like compassion of like, oh, there it is again. And now I've gotten to the point of like, oh, it's actually good for me to have that because it's a reminder of being in the moment. Like to go for like, this is a problem I have to fix to like, it's a gift every time I think this thought because it wakes me up to be like, you're just in your kitchen. That's the only place you can be right now. <laughs> like. Let's yeah, that's a good point. Use it, use it as like, like think of it as a a, a good reminder instead of a sign of your failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I mean, I think especially like in early coaching, you're like, great, I learned the secret. Why am I not perfect? Like we use it, we use it to beat ourselves up for not being perfect or to. Mm -hmm you know, get rid of all the bad things. Like that's like intro to coaching. And then like you get into the master's level of like, it's just compassion and acceptance people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's the foreign concept for us high achievers, you know, like that spent most of our lives getting grades and judged and valued, you know, based on how we performed though. So. Oh yeah. And it, it goes against the culture of surgery, I think in mm -hmm. that like, perfectionism at every cost, self-sacrifice at every cost. Like mm -hmm. once you start seeing the culture that you were trained in and you're like, wow, that doesn't actually jive with like a healthy human. Right. Wow, no wonder why we are here. Yeah, <clears throat> totally. Even though mm -hmm. I like for a while that I'm like, but sur the surgeons are right. The surgery culture is right. You know, and you have to be <laughs> like, well, hold on. That was, that's one way of thinking and it's not the it's not the best way of maybe being in the game long term. Yeah, and just for me too, like trying to drop the judgment on everything. Like, on you know, the people who formed that culture, I'm sure had their reasons, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but also realizing that um, if it if it doesn't work for us, it's okay for us to say that and to do it differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a, I have a book over on my bookshelf. Somebody gave it to me when I finished residency. It's like a, a biography of one of the founding surgeons in America. Hall, was it Halstead? I don't know. It's over there. John Hopkins surgeon basically yeah. created the culture that created the surgeons, right? Yeah, and he was like high on cocaine the entire time. Exactly. Like yeah, you know my story. <laughs> I'm like, he was high on cocaine the entire time, everybody. And look at what he, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I read that too. I was like, yeah, Holy crap. <laughs> only you know, we beat ourselves up for like not being as strong as that person, and we're like, the grandfather was high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really healthy um, standard to live to. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's only like a, we don't actually like, it's it's all kind of made up. Um, yeah, that, I mean that's that that would be like kind of my the the coaching steps for you of like when you get those thoughts. If you can just, you know, when you start just seeing them and being like, isn't that curious? It's here again. Does that mean I'm stressed? Does that mean I have too much on my plate? And actually like it, the thought being a trigger for like awareness of what's going on in the present moment. Yeah, that'll be really helpful. <clears throat> a good tool. And I am, I'm going to start, I'm going to start playing around with what to do to get that to-do list out of my brain. Cause I've never put much effort into that. <laughs> well, I, yeah when I when I was learning I was like it's just more work to write it down you know right. like my brain's like you're just making more and then now I'm like I, I need a piece of paper I got to get this down because then it's out it's out of the brain when I you know I, I started reading the neuroscience of like our brain can't actually hold lists very well at all like our brain sucks at it oh that's interesting yeah I, I didn't know that it was like studied yeah and I was like Oh, it's not just me having a flaw that I can't, that I can't deal with this. It's like it literally can't hold items because it's like it drops them and it needs to keep track of them and put them in your awareness and like the brain's horrible at it. And then we're like, why am I so stressed by all these things? And you're like, because you're trying to hang on to your to-do list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The brain's like, uh-uh. Give it a try. I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing I say is like what anybody has to do, right? But it's. Well, and I, I also have the um, tendency to like fail before I start <clears throat> because um, 
I actually, I actually don't love like schedules because I want to kind of, because then if I didn't get to it when I planned it, then I feel like I failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Then I don't even plan it. Like, you know, like I'm not going to do that at four o'clock because then if I don't get to it, I don't have to feel guilty about it. Totally. And then you get to see that as like, maybe I was too harsh on myself with all these things I told myself I should do. Right. Isn't that curious mm -hmm. how I get really harsh on myself, especially post-call when I know I should be tired? Like, you know, it's just, an, it's another opportunity just for more awareness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of like, I'm to the point now where I'm like, man, Thursday nights, like we do a week of call at a time. Thursday nights yeah. is when I'm like, am I a good enough mom? Am I like the thoughts, it's like Thursday nights are when the, those thoughts come. And I'm like, oh, isn't it curious? It's because I'm exhausted. Instead <laughs> of like, what's wrong with me? And am I really a good mom? Like, oh, the thoughts come on Thursday night. Yeah, that, that's interesting that you came up with that pattern. Right, right. Or like, since I keep thinking of, am I a good enough mom? That must mean I'm not a good, like, you know, like making the thoughts mean something. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like, oh, those thoughts come when I'm stressed and tired. Curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right, my friend. I'll see if anybody wants a quick, a quick little chat. Otherwise, yep. we'll, we'll call it a day. Sounds good. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. All right, my friends, anybody else in the attendees want to do a quick seven minute chat or a topic that I wasn't clear on or just a thought or feeling you're having? We can do something quick if you'd like to. So raise your hand if that's you. I wasn't very strict on the model today. I didn't write any CTFARs down, but that's okay. I think just a lot of work on like awareness and where our power lies and where our energy lies is super helpful. So I hope that was, I hope that was helpful for a lot of people. And if nobody wants to uh, raise their hand, we'll call it a day. Thanks for listening. Welcome new members. We're so glad you're here. Um, I hope I didn't do a great intro to coaching today, so I'll make sure to do that soon but we're super glad you're here. If you have any questions, email us or DM us in Facebook because um, we're here for you and you've got this. Love you guys so much.